We use our phones for everything at this point, and I am absolutely guilty of that. I look up recipes on my phone. I meal plan on my phone. I use my GPS, even though I know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) But did you know that you can also use your phone for some sexy me time? Don't worry. Your fantasies are safe with Dipsy. Just don't forget to use your headphones. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with vampires, Greek gods, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup dipsystories.com slash just break up. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody whose partner is always there when she calls, but is never on time. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Correct. We are not professionals. We are not trained in this. We are only here to offer our most humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. So please take our advice as you see fit. All right. We're going to dive right into today's letter. Uh, The letter writer is don't be tardy to the party whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from be there in a sec, getting over myself. (laughs) (laughs) Sam and Sierra, how does one simply get over it? See it, (laughs) acknowledge it, understand it, and then move the fuck on and get over it. Me, 31, she, her, my partner, 35, he, him. We've been dating for almost a year. It'll be 11 months and eight days, not like I'm counting. And he's wonderful. He gives me the best love. He is so hardworking, deeply funny, the cutest, and truly the world's best dad to my favorite two-year-old. To be clear, hashtag not my kid. I'm all about that hashtag stepmom life. Okay, so the butt. I was raised in a world where the two best qualities a person could have were punctuality and delivering as promised or over delivering even better. 10 points for you. Being on time and being reliable are at the core of my being. Why? Who taught me that? Those are my questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking Those are the questions that I ask. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, 15 years of private school on the East Coast, wasps and white supremacy culture, that's who. My partner, despite having a shockingly similar upbringing, is the least punctual person I've ever met. JK, I lied. My father is the least punctual person I've ever met. Hmm, maybe should unpack that. (laughs) Hmm, probably should unpack these parallels more, dot, dot, dot. Uh uh Anyway, my otherwise perfect partner... 
is literally always late and I hit my breaking point. I know there's no otherwise perfect. He is his circumstances. Don't at me, Sierra. (laughs) This man owns a full ass business that opens at 7 a.m. every day and opens on time. His daughter needs to be dropped off at school every day by 8.30 and she is dropped off on time. If we need to be at the airport by X time for our flight at Y time, we are there on time. It's the quote, yeah, sure, dinner at yours sounds great. I'll be there around 5.30, but walks in at 6.10 to 6.20. It's the, hey, babe, let me finish this, insert inane task here, and then we'll do sexy stuff before your parents get here. But we don't because inane tasks previously inserted becomes seven inane tasks, et cetera, et cetera. I could go on. Sometimes it's just an annoyance. Sometimes it actually hurts my feelings. He acknowledges all of it. He owns his own shortcomings. He doesn't make false promises about getting better from me. The thing I can't get over is the invisible arbitrator of what is important and what is not. I can't take it anymore. I've started to question if this relationship is one I can stay in without resenting him, if not hating him. How can you be a partner to someone who fundamentally doesn't respect your time slash priorities slash needs but i think i've had a realization it's just not that deep (laughs) by no means (laughs) and i the lone victim of these misscheduling misdeeds he's not out and about doing nefarious things just just freaking dawdling and i dawdle too just in a different way and i'm so so tired of letting this lateness or forgetfulness on a sunday afternoon ruin what was an otherwise lovely weekend and i will not actually break up with my 95 percent perfect partner just because he's not as good at executing functioning as i am in one specific way So now I look inward. What next? How do I just get the fuck over it? How do I unlearn it? Why do we need to execute function in the first place? How do I just chill the fuck out about it? How do I turn my reactions to his under-delivery from anger to ambivalence? What happens after recognition? (laughs) Send help. That's a great question. Alternatively, is this what incompatibility actually looks like? And should we OG JBU? Please say no, unless it is, and then I would like the tough love. Okay, thank you for reading this. <laughs> you are welcome. Don't be tardy to the party. Thank you so much for writing and for trusting us with this letter. Absolutely. Yeah, this uh, this moment of realization when we suddenly realize the things that our partner does are not actually that deep is like a big one. So like, (laughs) welcome to it. And it's embarrassing. (laughs) It's embarrassing for sure. It's embarrassing. Um, And also everything about this letter is so deeply relatable in so many different ways. And Sierra and I are going to share some of our own experiences with having to realize that our partners aren't nefariously trying to hurt us (laughs) in just a second. I just thought of the perfect example. (laughs) Be right back. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says Quince. 
You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. <laughs> Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Okay, so the perfect example that I thought of that is so embarrassing yeah, and is something that Willow and I have referenced multiple times since it happened. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm sharing this. So one time Willow and I were going to uh, like, I, I don't remember, it was like a lake or a beach or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we had plans to meet up with our family or whatever. I can't remember the details of it. I just remember the embarrassing part. And we get there or like she, she gets everything ready and we either get there or we're in the car. And she, I was like, did you pack towels? And she was like, yeah, I packed one. 
I packed one towel. One towel. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, really? (laughs) I was like really shook by this because I was like, you mean you thought of a towel and you were like, I'm going to take care of me. I was like, so you were thinking you literally, it's not that you forgot towels. You were like, I remembered towels, but I'm just thinking about me and my own dryness and my place to lay in the beach. It was. And so like, I was like legit hurt that she, Uh it's not that she got them. It's that she literally chose not to bring one for me in my mind. That's how I interpreted it. In my mind, I'm like, (laughs) exactly. I was like, wait a minute. You, and so now, (laughs) so now it she'll always say, and I packed two towels. (laughs) Like she's, that was like a big deal. Wait, was there an excuse for why she didn't? Pack one no. for you? Oh, no. She literally actually, just packed feel, one for herself. Exactly. Yep. No, I'm really, actually, this is making me feel really vindicated that you are having this response to. Oh, I, I was, it, it was like, it was like a computer glitch. I was like, I'm sorry. You, you packed one towel? Uh, this is like such, in this my is mind, such an example of my, the idea that we are date, we are married to the exact same person. Cause that is so something that Peter would do. And then. It would be like a running thing of like, look, I packed two towels. And I'm like, it, okay, it yeah. doesn't matter that you packed two towels this time because the first time yeah, no, no, that you only one packed time. one for yourself. Yeah. Yes. And like, you know, my Enneagram, like my love uh. language, all about taking care of people. So I would literally never pack uh. one thing for myself and not the other person. Oh, and I would so absolutely it became do like, it, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm sure I would because I'm like a fallible, terrible person. But um, in my mind, I like to think that I would never. Um, Anyway, it uh, is now a running joke because, of course, in my mind, I was like, you literally thought we're going to the beach and I'm only going to take care of my, you know, like in my mind, it meant so much more. But it was just a it wasn't even a mistake. It was just a choice she made because she's used to like being pretty independent and and also like was assuming that you codependent (laughs) exactly (laughs) and was maybe assuming that you would bring your own towel like what is the exactly absolutely that is (laughs) i have like a hundred other examples but that was my first one that i thought was pretty embarrassing (laughs) Uh 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 what about you? you i'm with you um peter and i have just like very different understandings of like what meals, what shared meals are supposed to look like. Oh, you've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Cause like my thing is like we, as a family sat down, we ate dinner together. Somebody made it like, and that was the time that we were like together as a family and Peter, mm-hmm. his parents owned a restaurant. He and his sister were both like in all sorts of different sports. And so like, it was kind of just like, there's food, eat it when you can mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. between all your different things. And so like, sometimes he'll like go to bed and like not want to eat. And I'm like, Right. What? <laughs> like, I can't believe that you're doing this. And I'm always like so hurt and hurt. also like furious always. at the same time where I'm just yeah. like this. What you're saying to me is that you do not want to do this thing that indicates that we are like healthy as a couple together. <laughs> right. Like you are saying mm. that it's like mm. more important for you to like go and do this sleep thing or like to go read your book or whatever or like whatever it is you want to do as opposed to like spending time with me. Like that is how it reads to me. Um, you know, and it's just it's, like, it's these so are silly. great examples. <laughs> the way we break it down to is so important is such a great example too, because like in the letter writer's letter, she's like the two most important things to me. And like, it was like, that's a crazy sentence to read two most important things in the world in, in humans is punctuality. Like that <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in my reality, that is 
not the most important thing. Mm -hmm. But looking at these examples that we gave, like, you know, in my world, in my reality, the one of the most important things a person can be is thoughtful, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, not thinking of me when grabbing a towel, it 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 hurt so deep. Yep. It it meant so much more to me than for just sure. a stupid fucking towel. Um, and for you, like this shared experience, this signifier of care, of family, of health. When yep. it's just like to Peter, he's like, I just don't want to eat right now. Like this yeah. is literally <laughs> like a bowl right. of cereal. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, those are just so perfect examples um, that we all have those different scales of importance within us. For sure, <laughs> absolutely. And like the act of eating by myself, like watching TV is like sad to me. Like it makes me Mm, feel sad. Right. And so like it is, and for whatever reason, right. It's probably because like I spent a lot of time eating and watching TV by myself and it was sad. Right. (laughs) Like, like, or (laughs) it like reminds me of when, you know, we talked about this on Monday, right. When he was like going through all of his stuff around his mom's death. And like, I spent a lot of time eating things by myself. Like it's like really triggering for me. And I think like, one of the things that needs to go beyond just like I value punctuality is about also like what is the story that I'm hearing from my partner when he isn't punctual, right? You even say it in your letter about like, right. I can't believe he's disrespecting my time, mm. right? Is that what he's doing, right? He's not on time for sure, but is that is that him disrespecting your time in that way? I totally understand that that is how it feels to you because you've learned all mm-hmm. of these different things about overpromising and being on time or like punctuality. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's not just about recognizing like, oh, I learned punctuality is important, but also about like, and here's how it lives in me, right? Like mm. here's the story that it's telling about what it means beyond just it's important to be on time. But if you're not on time, you're disrespectful. If you're right. not on time, you don't have executive functioning, which like as somebody who's not on time, I can assure you, I have, I have fine executive functioning. <laughs> like I can, <laughs> I can like Funny. commit to tasks and like concentrate and do the things that I need to do so much so that I am often late to things because I am really focused on the thing that I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. And this is just like a perfect uh, example of like how, you know, feelings are valid and feelings are also sometimes liars. And by liars, I mean, they are, you think they're talking about one thing, but they're really talking about something else. (laughs) You know, the feeling of, of anger and disrespect that you're feeling when he's, late that's that's a real feeling like we can validate that feeling but it's not because he disrespected you it's because you're responding to some trigger or you're responding to some condition or it is it's it's like how sam said it's living in you in a different way Mm -hmm. um another example i think of is um in my relationship is willow and i often start our days really differently i like to start my day really slow and together i love Mm -hmm. to drink coffee on the couch together and like watch our baby play um and willow loves that too and also she's just much more productive than I am and likes to tackle (laughs) things like head on. And so we'll often like, we'll get up to put the dishes away or we'll start her day or, or we'll start her to-do list while I'm still sipping my coffee. And to this day, that triggers something in me to this Mm -hmm. day. 
even though I know I understand that that is just who she is inherently and that it's not telling me something about our relationship to this day, I have to say you're not being abandoned and this isn't because she doesn't like you yeah. literally to this fucking day. And we're going to be together sure. for like five years coming up soon. And like, I, so what that tells me and what your letter tells me, all the questions that you're asking yourself and all the self-reflection you've done is this isn't really about his behavior, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't really about Willow's inherent humanness yep. and how she's displaying it. It's about us and our discomfort when it comes to our world realities being challenged mm-hmm. um, and and how it feels to truly radically accept your partner um, for all that they are. You asked, like, is this a compatibility issue? And honestly, I'd like to like take it off of its pedestal a little and say it's probably just a preference, right? Yeah. Is it incompatibility? No. Is it a preference? Would you prefer if your partner was on time? Mm-hmm. Yes. But is it incompatibility? I don't necessarily think so. And I'm not trying to put you on blast for like, you know, what I said earlier sounded so serious of like, you're not, you know, you and I struggle to accept our partners radically <laughs> and we don't sit in the discomfort of their reality, yada, yada, which is all like sure. true. But also it's not that, it's not that big of a deal, like you said, mm-hmm. but it is grating and it is tiring to constantly be like, don't react, don't be triggered, don't, you know, like uh, he, you know, don't overthink this, don't take this too personally. It's tiring to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure if it's ever going to not feel that way. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I think think that it gets easier. But even if you're with this partner for 50 years, he's still going to be a completely independent, unique person from you with his own reality and worldview and approach. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you don't like slowly meld into the same person. And this is true of life. Like life is not going to accommodate us. The more quote unquote healed we get, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to get easier. For I sure. think that we get better in ways, but we are going to constantly be challenged this way. I, I would say welcome to the growth, but I don't always think it's growth. I think it's sustaining. I think it's, becoming comfortable with this sort of reflection, you know? For sure. Absolutely. And, and our goal isn't that we don't have the reactions or the, right. The emotions don't come up in us, right? Like when Peter chooses to not eat dinner with me, I still feel like it hurts, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? I still feel like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, ouch. Right. And I'm able to hold that in the broader perspective of the relationship, right? Where in, mm-hmm. right? So like, but if my goal or if I, my marker of success was, I never felt this way when he does this thing, then I, then we would have to break up, right? Cause like that would be, that would not work. But I think that the goal is like to notice the, the emotions, the responses that they're coming up in you and then using the tools that you have to remind yourself of what's true, right? So, oh God, he's 40 minutes late to coming over to my house. He must be disrespecting me. I can't believe that he would, he would not value my time. I can't believe I'm not a priority for him. Right. And then instead of, and then stopping yourself in that and saying, okay, remember, right. This is a thing that I've learned, but this isn't actually what's happening here. I am a priority to him in these seven different ways, right? He's not disrespecting my time. He's just late. That is the only thing that's happening here. Right. 
He is, he does value me. He shows me that he values me by doing these things for me, by supporting me in this way, by telling me that he values me. Right. And it's okay for me to be frustrated that he's off. He's, he's late. That's fine. Right. That's, that's okay. But it's not telling me some sort of broader story that I need to be alarmed about. So I think what's happening here is that like you have successfully shifted your behavior, right? You have successfully been in this place where you're like, cool, I will, I will be okay with the fact that he's late all the time, but you haven't necessarily shifted your perspective on it. And both of those things need to happen for us to sort of build bridges towards each other. So I, I encourage you to spend some time asking yourself these questions or reminding yourself of what's true. Him being late, isn't disrespectful of your time. You've learned that it is hundred percent. That has been taught to you over and over and over again, but that isn't objectively true, right? He is saying, he is trying to say something different by what he's doing, which might be that he had seven things he needed to tinker with, or it might be that he trusts you so much that he can show up authentically as himself and be 40 minutes late. Cause he knows that you love him with his lateness. Because of, in yeah. spite of, all of those different things, right? I am the latest with the people I trust the most. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm glad you said that because I know it's going to be hard to swallow for some people or pe- pe- some people are going to fundamentally disagree with us when we say like lateness is disrespectful. I know my mother believes that. Um, and I know people believe that out there. Um, for sure. And there are people who believe that all sorts of different things, <laughs> right? That doesn't necessarily oh make God. it true. <laughs> yes. And... <laughs> I would even say you can believe that he's disrespecting you by being late. And also two things can be true at the same time. You are his safe space, right? His business isn't safe. You know, he has to get his daughter to work or to school at on time. You know, there, there are those um, professional parameters that he has to abide by in order to succeed in this life right Mm -hmm. because of capitalism and because of school schedules and whatever but you are a safe place for him an interpersonal intimate relationship for him to be his most authentic self which is somebody who over commits time and then shows up late or whatever he says Mm -hmm. um and uh, like sam said i that i think we do that in our in our closest relationships we let our messiest selves be seen yep um, and this is, I, I, I kind of want to end on just saying like, this doesn't mean you internalize all of this and magically, like Sam said, not feel these feelings anymore. And more importantly, magically don't expect him to bend to you, you mm. know, just because you acknowledge that you have these, this, one understanding that appears to be more rigid of time and punctuality. And he has a totally different other one. You know, you can do all the in internal work that you want. And also this is still a partnership. You're still a team. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's anything wrong in you saying I'm working on me- these feelings. And it's funny. This is what it makes me feel when you're late. And I know I have to unpack that. And I am going to work on hearing what you're saying to me. Um, I'm going to work on telling myself that when you're late, it's not, a message to me about myself or about your character? And can you work on giving me a more realistic estimation of your time? Mm -hmm. How about instead of dinner at 5.30, you say, I'll be there between 5.45 and 6.30. Do you know what I mean? Does that like appease you a little bit? Or how can Mm -hmm. you work together 
to take your two unique and valid understandings of time and create a system of functioning for the, that fits both of you, right? Because you're not going to just superimpose one over the other. That's not going to happen. Or one of you is going to be constantly hurt by the other. Mm-hmm. And so instead, we just have to make a world where both of you are a little hurt at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that is the world that we're going for, that everyone is uncomfortable some of the time. As opposed to some people are comfortable all the time and some people aren't, right? And that's what relationships right. are going to have to be because you want him to be himself. You want him to to be fully in this relationship. And that means that sometimes he's going to do things that are outside of your comfort that make you right. feel hurt or angry or frustrated. And part of the work is for sure expressing some of that and seeing if there's a way that you can flex towards each other. But part of that also is about trying to unlearn the story that we've been telling ourselves about what these things mean because you have different understandings of what on time means and you have different understandings of the meaning behind that on time as well. Mm-hmm. And because of course you are, you're two different people with two different experiences. And guess what? Neither of yours is right. They're both their own thing over hanging out with themselves. And part of it is finding a way to see each other's definitions, values, understandings of the world in in a way that honors both of them, which can be really hard when they feel so diametrically opposed. Absolutely. I know this is hard work, um, but I do view this as a preference and not an incompatibility. I believe in you and your partner and your relationship and this work that you do after acceptance. (laughs) Absolutely. Ongoing work for sure. All right, my darling, we hope that this helps. Thank you so much for writing. We love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember, if you want more content from us, you can uh, support us on Patreon. If you support us on, on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode as well as access to all of our primary episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash pod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at JustBreakUpPod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. And one more quick thing about our Patreon. We've been doing these amazing um, Just Break Up office hours where we Zoom with a group of you um, and do a live Q&A. They're so fun. They're so intimate. They're as anonymous as you want to be, um, but it's a great way to hang out with me and Sam live. Um and uh, get your questions answered while you're at it. You can join those um, Just Break Up uh, Office Hours by subscribing on our Patreon for $10, um, or you can subscribe annually at any amount. Um, And also, you can always cancel your Patreon subscription. So um, if you wanted to join us for just one month, you could just subscribe for $10 once and then cancel it after the live. This is, again, just a great way to support our podcast, to keep us going, um, and to pay for the work, effort, labor, equipment that we put into this show um, that airs for free. So for sure. yeah, that's patreon.com slash Just Break Up Pod. This next Just Break Up Office Hours is happening on Tuesday, March 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Remember to like, follow, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, editing, 
recording all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his other podcasts and music on Spotify. And remember, you don't have to love everything about your partner. You don't have to like the way they leave socks on the floor or the food that they eat or the music that they listen to. You don't even have to like their conflict style, but you do have to understand it. You do have to understand where they're coming from and work together as a team to find a new system of functioning that makes space for everybody's reality. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>